Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we believe that resilient leadership is not just a good idea, it's absolutely required. I am your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. I'm glad you're with us today. And if you're just joining us or you are a new listener to the podcast, I want to extend a welcome to you. I want to roll out the welcome mat. We're glad that you're here. If you've been listening to this podcast for some time, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love hearing from listeners. I love hearing what you're thinking, what you're learning about in your leadership context, and how this podcast is helping you grow in resilience. And while we have all kinds of leaders who listen to Resilient Leaders Podcast, I've learned that one of the significant portions of our audience is pastors and church leaders. I'm not entirely surprised by this. I served as a pastor for 15 years in a local church. I work extensively with pastors to encourage, equip, and train them for ministry and leadership contexts. Not entirely, but I spend a lot of time with them. And I also teach pastors and future pastors at Missio Seminary here in the Philadelphia area. Now, if you're a leader, but you're not a pastor, that's okay. In fact, I work with many leaders who aren't pastors. In fact, if you're not even a person of faith, we're glad that you've joined us on this podcast. And I want to encourage you to keep listening. But as we've done occasionally, I'm going to speak directly in this episode to pastors and church leaders, whether vocational pastors or volunteers within a church or ministry context in this episode. So if that's not you, don't tune out. I encourage you to peek over the hedges and listen in, but know that uh, this is going to uh, may not direct you uh, directly. It may not impact you or primarily impact you like other episodes. There's still some value for you. Nonetheless, I want to talk about success. I want to talk about failure. And I want to start by throwing out a truth bomb for you. You ready? How you define success will define you. And conversely, how you define failure will also define you. Again, how you define success will define you, and conversely, how you define failure will also define you. Have you thought much about that? How do you know if you're a successful human, or parent, or leader, or friend, or neighbor, or business leader, or pastor? We all have some sort of metric that we use, whether we realize it or not. But how you define success will always define you. There's no way around it. So I have to ask you, leader, what's your metric, your measuring stick, your basis, your instrument of evaluation, or whatever you want to call it? How do you measure success or failure? Well, I want to talk to you for a moment in the context of church leadership and ministry. And I want to offer the difference between four B's and four F's. Because even Pastors and churches have their own metric of evaluation. I'm not sure we think much about it. I think we need to think more about those evaluative B's and F's. So I want to start by saying this. Most churches, most contexts, most pastors in a ministry realm, they use four B's as their evaluation. They all start with the letter B. The first one, buildings. Second one, bodies third one, budgets, and fourth one, baptisms. Buildings, right? We measure that. How big is your building? Are you doing a building campaign? How many people can your church hold? Bodies, how many people are coming? What's your attendance? Are you up or are you down? And many pastors are feeling this a great deal in the midst of the pandemic, the great reshuffle. 
How about budgets? You are a successful church if you are in the black, if you're 20% higher than you were last year at this time, if you're able to raise millions of dollars for a building campaign, or are you in the red? Giving is down. And how about baptisms? Baptism is important. Jesus said so. But we often use baptisms as a measuring stick. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's really unhelpful. Buildings, bodies, budgets, and baptisms. And if you use those metrics as a measure of success, I've got another truth bomb coming your way. If we use this measurement of the four Bs, then Jesus would be considered an utter failure. He had no building. In fact, the New Testament said he didn't even have a place to lay his own head. He had thousands of followers at the beginning of what he, when he was doling out food and healing people. But those bodies went away. In fact, in the end of his life, his disciples scattered and only a few women supported him until the very end. Budget? Yeah, he didn't have that. In fact, we're told that he comes from a family of limited financial means and he even had to depend upon the donations of other donors and benefactors for him to do his ministry, most of them being women. And how about baptisms? It's only recorded that Jesus did just a few baptisms. That was it. If we use the four Bs as our evaluative tool for how Jesus was in his ministry, buildings, bodies, budgets, and baptisms, yep, he wouldn't pass the test. So you might be wondering, how do we then measure success? At least in the way that measures up to the way Jesus looked at success, what we read about in the New Testament. Well, I'm not trying to sound like a Baptist preacher with alliteration here, but instead of four B's, I want to offer you four F's. Are you ready? I I really believe that if I read the New Testament right, that there are four clear F's that we see of how Jesus measures success. Faithfulness, fruitfulness, fulfillment, and fellowship. Faithfulness. One of the things that Jesus values and we read about in the New Testament is how faithfulness matters. Jesus won't say to us at the end of our days, well done, good and successful servant. What we want to hear him say is well done, good and faithful servant. Are we being faithful with what has been entrusted to us? Whether we have one talent, two talents, or five talents. It doesn't matter the amount of talents. It matters what we do with them when they're entrusted to us. Number one. Number two, fruitfulness. Bearing fruit. We read in John 15, Verses 1 through 8, that Jesus talked about bearing much fruit, being attached to the vine, abiding in him. And we see in that passage that we bear fruit, we bear much fruit, we bear much fruit that lasts. Fruitfulness matters in the kingdom. And third, fulfillment. And sometimes the outward results of what the business world or what the world might measure as saying that's really successful, we may not see. We may not land on the cover of Outreach Magazine. but. And when it comes to fulfillment, there is a deep sense of satisfaction, of meaningfulness, of purposefulness, where we just say, I'm doing everything that's been entrusted to me to the best of my ability, and I rest knowing that I'm fulfilled in stewarding what's been entrusted to me. And lastly, that fourth F word, fellowship. It's kind of a churchy word, right? There are a lot of leaders that I know are incredibly lonely. They have no friends. But fellowship with other people, but also fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We see Paul talk about this in the New Testament over and over again, the importance of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Are we connected? 
are we involved with the God of the universe? These four F's are a better metric. Faithfulness, fruitfulness, fulfillment, and fellowship. It doesn't mean that the four B's are completely irrelevant. They have some merit. They have some weight. We should look at them. But if the four B's are the only way in which we measure success, we are in trouble in our churches, in our ministries. Now, there's a lot to squeeze. That This is a lot to squeeze into a very short podcast episode. And there's a lot that needs to be nuanced on this. So if you want to know more about the four B's and the four F's, I wrote about this extensively in a book with InterVarsity Press titled Fail, Finding Hope and Grace in the Midst of Ministry Failure. Yep, that's it. My friends remind me that I literally wrote the book on failure. That's what it's titled, Fail. And so if you want to know more, you can find that book wherever fine books are sold. I'll also put a link in the show notes if you're interested. So leaders, I got to ask you before we go, how do you define success and failure? Because how you define success and failure, it will define your business, your family, your church, your friendships, and yes, even you. I want to encourage you, take a few moments to write it down. Talk with other leaders, talk with other people, talk with your family and reflect on what kind of success measurement you are using. And pastors, see if your metric for success lines up with the metric of how Jesus defines success, his standard. Leaders, and especially pastors, lean away from the four B's and lean into the four F's. It's a truer sense of how Jesus defines success in the world in the church, and in your life. Well, thank you for joining me today. And as always, I am full of gratitude for my friend, Joel Limbowen at On a Limb Productions. Joel has produced every single episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. I'm so grateful for him. And I want to encourage you to check out his great site at onalimproductions.com or visit the show notes to learn more. And there's a link where you can learn more about his work. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, how you define success will define you. And conversely, how you define failure will also define you. Lean into the four Fs and away from the four Bs. And I hope you have a great day. Great day.